Well, what a fun week uh, it was in the NFL this week. Um, a lot of games, a lot of close calls, a lot of upsets. Um, uh, a few in particular, um, a few close calls. But I want to talk about the games um, that really that matter the most. Um, I don't I don't uh, spend a lot of time on this, so I want to give you guys, um, those of you that are listening, the the best um, that I saw last week. So. Um, let's dig into uh, Ravens Niners. I'm just going to go to the last game of the week, Christmas night. Um, I was wrong. Um, I think last week I said that uh, if it isn't Kansas City winning the Super Bowl out of the AFC, that um, it's going to be out of the NFC, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Lions, somewhere like that. Um, I just didn't see Baltimore getting up over the hump. Um, and they stroll into Levi and uh, Levi Stadium, and they just dominated um, really from the beginning. Uh, they started piling it on in the third quarter, um, and then the Niners score a garbage time touchdown to make it look um, closer, but it wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, I don't. I, I'm not going to overreact about the Brock Purdy interceptions. Is what everybody wanted to talk about. Oh, he threw four picks. Yeah, I think three of them were tipped, um, and one of them in particular bounced off of Kittle's shoulder pad. Uh, if I hit you in the shoulder pad, you need to catch the football. Um, I know Humphrey was draped all over him, but if you really analyze those interceptions, uh, a pick is a pick um, in, in the eyes of the game, but um, stats do lie sometimes um and if your receivers are dropping passes and they're deflecting off hands um that's not the quarterback's fault as long as uh the throw is within the body area not above their head um side note christian mccaffrey is ridiculous um yeah that's i just have to throw that in there um but anyways i was wrong about baltimore they can definitely win the super bowl um I heard someone say last week that um, on, on the broadcast, um, I think it was I think it was Troy Aikman. Um, he said, you know, when when Lamar gets down to the red zone, he could run those in. He he could have he could have twenty rushing touchdowns this season, but he doesn't. He's such a team guy. Um, he always has been that he's willing to hand it off to Gus Edwards and and give it to him and ha- and him have ten touchdowns this year and. Justice Hill and Mitchell when they had him and and throwing it to other guys. Um, he's willing to do what's best for the team and not for his stats. And Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, I'm not sure if there's anyone better at the podium when answering questions currently in the league. Um, I really think that if Baltimore makes it into the final four and then into the Super Bowl, um, I don't know if there's someone that's going to stop Lamar. He's the MVP in my opinion right now um, as Purdy and Dak have regressed over the last couple weeks as far as statistics go and win-loss records go. Um, I think Lamar's pulled away. Um, but these last two weeks will be interesting to kind of see how things shake out. But I think we kind of know now. Um, but yeah, my point being, I think Lamar, once they get into the Final Four and potentially into the Super Bowl, I don't think anyone's going to stop him. And as far as the red zone goes, giving it to all these other running backs and everything to score, 
I think Lamar's going to say, you know what, this is my chance to win a Super Bowl. Um, I'm going balls to the wall, and fuck it. I'm, I'm going to just run around and uh, do it on my own. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be able to stop him. San Francisco, they proved to me um, that I don't think they can even stop him. I mean, I, they've got they've got some of the best defensive weapons in my eyes uh, in the league. Warner, Bosa, um, I know the list goes on, but uh, they're great. Um, I, I love love those guys. So, um, yeah, that shakes out. Uh, what I wanted to say about Baltimore, um, simply that I was wrong. Um, they can a thousand percent win the Super Bowl this season, and I, I think if uh, if you don't think that. Uh, you're not watching the games and your emotions are getting in the way. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, um, and I'll briefly mention it because I don't think the Super Bowl champ, and I don't think uh, I don't think the the Super Bowl champs coming out of the AFC South, and I also don't think that any of these three teams, Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, I don't think any three of those teams is going to even make the Final Four. So I'm not going to give this much time. Um, I do live in Houston. I am not a Texans fan. I have enjoyed watching them this year. I actually did buy season tickets prior to the draft um, as they were really cheap, expecting them to draft a quarterback um, because I just moved to Houston two years ago and I've never lived in a city with an NFL team. Thought it'd be fun and it's been worth it. It's been a lot of fun watching. Um, I went to the game last week with Case Keenum. That was not fun. At all, but I did get to see Flacco, and that guy is huge. He is so big in person. I I think back to uh, I'm kind of going on a tangent, but uh, I think back to when I was a kid. Um, I think it was a freshman in high school, and I got to meet Matt Liner in California. And I I'm not I wasn't necessarily a short kid at the time. I was probably five ten, five eleven. And I'm about six foot to six one now. And I, I'm looking up and I'm like, man, that is an NFL quarterback. And uh, that was that was pretty pretty impressive uh, to just see the difference in size um, of, of an average person and then an NFL quarterback. And that's what it was like with Flacco. And I even saw him up close with his helmet off. And I was like, he's one of the biggest quarterbacks I've ever seen. Um, so it was fun. It was really fun to see him play um, and really be effective. And Amari Cooper, of course, um, career day, that was fun. That was just fun to watch. Uh, it, it was not fun to watch the Texans' offense. Every time they came on the field, I think I was checking my fantasy score. I did not care to watch Case Keenum. Love the man, but, uh, yeah, it's not. it was not good football. But, anyways, AFC South, who's in, who's out? Um, I firmly believe there's so much mystery around Jacksonville right now and what the heck is going on with Trevor Lawrence and this this bizarre string of injuries he has. I, I'm confused. I, I don't even know what hurts anymore. Um, I, I don't I know he had a high ankle sprain and then uh, something with his uh, his shoulder knee I honestly I, I don't even know. I, there's so many different reports. I can't even keep it straight. Um, I'm not going to get into that speculation, but uh, because of that, I'm iffy to put all my chips in on Jacksonville winning the division. Um, I do think they have 
the easiest schedule out of um, the three teams to finish the year. Uh, but Houston or Indy, in my opinion, that's where you're going to have your AFC South champion. Um, and if I really had to put a bunch of money on it, um, which I'm not a gambler, but if I if I was, I'd probably like to lean Houston um, because I think Houston's going to win this Sunday. Yes, I'll be there against the Titans. I think they'll take care of business. Um, and then Indianapolis and Houston would end up playing next week um, for potentially... Uh, the title. So we'll see what happens with Jacksonville this week, but it's not looking good for Trevor Lawrence. I saw yesterday, uh, Thursday, December 28th, he did not practice. That's not good. Um, And the last time that he didn't practice during a week, uh, he had possibly his worst game of the year. Um, Back from, I think it was a concussion. Uh, The the last thing I want to talk about, um, Baker Mayfield, I'm mind blown. By this, I think I kind of mentioned it um, on my first episode, but uh, yeah, honestly, the thing that swirls in my mind about Baker right now is if he leads this team to the playoffs, um, which I do think he's going to, going to. I, I think they're going to win the division. I I uh, I do. I I wouldn't be willing to give him the bag, so to speak, the the big big money contract. I'm not I'm not into that with Baker. Because you never know, man. I mean, he's been so inconsistent throughout his career. This is definitely the best year of his career, and he should be a comeback player of the year, no doubt. Um, off the top of my head, I'm not not really sure who else I would consider. But um, without getting into that, yeah, I, honestly, I like I like the idea of a two to three year contract. I'm leaning towards two, just because of the career inconsistency, um, and I would not pay more than. 25 to 35 and I, I'm I'm leaning towards 25 and and I'd be firm in my nego- negotiation that Baker there's just not a lot of consistency there and and uh, personally I lean 25 two years 25 per year so two years 50 million I like the idea of guaranteeing the first year um, and then if he's on the team you know, at the start of the, the league year, the second year, then then the, the other 25 is guaranteed. So even even if you have that contract, you can still draft a quarterback. If, if someone falls in your lap or um, I, I think he's a little bit overrated and I hate saying that because I love the guy so much. But if Trevor Lawrence is not re-signed by Jacksonville, I don't know. Um, I just think they're going to have some differences, but could be, maybe not. But uh, if he comes available... You might like signing him over Baker eventually. I don't know, but a two-year, fifty million dollar deal—that's what they gave Brady a couple years ago. I think something like that allows you to draft a guy if someone falls into your lap um, in the next two years, or sign a free agent that you really like that surprisingly hits the market. It happens about once a decade. It seems that a that a, a franchise quarterback surprisingly doesn't re-sign with with his team. Um, it's becoming more rare because people see how uh, valuable uh, having a good quarterback is, but you never know. Um, but yeah, I, I think Tampa's going to win that division. I'm really, I'm disappointed in Derek Carr and the Saints, but I'm also not surprised. Um, I'm going to reveal right now 
that I am a Raider fan. Um, that's my number one team. I always liked the Falcons growing up too. I was a big Michael Vick fan, and then I kind of followed him into the Matt Ryan years. And so I, I do I do have a, a backseat um, for the Falcons um, on their bandwagon too. But no, I'm a Raider fan through and through. I grew up a Raider fan. Um, some of my family's from Southern California when they were uh, in LA back in the day in Oakland in the Bay Area. Um, but yeah, I've stuck with them. And so Derek Carr is kind of my guy. Um, I went to the Saints game this year against the Texans. Derek Carr is just playing like Derek Carr, man. I mean, he'll throw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. And then the next week he'll throw for 120 and two picks, no touchdowns. And they'll get crushed. And I don't know what it is. I think... As a Raider fan, when Derek Carr had that ankle injury, when we were twelve and I think we were twelve and three, and we were playing Indianapolis, he had that broken fibula. It was almost like his confidence was gone in his career ever since that injury, and I hate to point to that, but it's just I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever voiced that to anybody. That was just always my gut feeling, and I don't know if there's a lack of a lack of preparation from car or or what but um yeah i never i never quite understood what happened to him so that'll, that'll just be the biggest mystery in raiders history um in my opinion but um so i guess you know i can touch on that a little um the the chiefs game and uh my favorite quarterback to watch right now is patrick mahomes and it really isn't close. That he he's the guy that I really uh, when I turn on the TV um, to watch football on a Sunday, I'm like, oh, when do, when do the Chiefs play? I, I want to watch Mahomes. Um, that's my guy. And and that's that might be funny to hear a Raider fan say that, but it's so true. Um, yeah, the Raiders uh, they got lucky and they caught the Chiefs on a bad day. Um, that's really what happened. <clears throat> um, the Chiefs in the offseason, they really need to um, – I know they restructured Mahomes' deal a little bit to make him the highest-paid player again. Um, I think they need to defer some some cap on that and if, if they need to and get a receiver. I think there's about a 5% chance um, that Kelsey retires. I've heard ch- uh, chatter about that, but I don't, I don't think that's going to happen, but it could. Um you look at Kelsey's stats, you'd go, oh, he hasn't regressed, regressed. but if you look at the, the stats the last month or so, I feel like every time I watch a Chiefs game, Kelsey is dropping passes left and right, and that's so uncharacteristic of him. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's his head. I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, I think the, the Taylor Swift stuff, the, oh, he's he's just not focused, I think that's overblown. Um Listen, as an NFL player, you're you're pretty much required to be at the facility what seems like to be 24-7. Um, Andy Reid wouldn't put up with it if he was distracted and uh, not at the facility. So that's not the case. Um, so stop talking about that. I, I really don't give a shit about the the Taylor Swift stuff. I really don't give a shit. It's, it's been kind of annoying all year, but... Anyways, back to the Chiefs. Just I would I would draft a receiver in the offseason. Um, if you're going to have a late late first round pick, I'm assuming in the the last five picks or so, assuming they make the a, a deep playoff run, 
um, let's say they're picking after 25, 26, 27, you can still get a receiver. I think this is going to be a heavy receiver draft. That's where a string of receivers were taken last year. Um, I think Jackson Smith and Jigbo was taken with about the 20th pick, uh, and that was the first receiver, I think, that was taken last year. So you can get someone there. Um, heck, if Mike Evans doesn't re-sign with Baker and Tampa, um, we'll see how that shakes out, but Mike Evans is going to be out there. Can you lure him to Kansas City to maybe try to win a second Super Bowl for him? Um, I think there's going to be some guys. I'm not worried about it. Uh, they do need to draft a left tackle also, so I would be looking there. Um, but yeah, I, I think Mahomes has a really good defense, and that's why the Chiefs are 9-6. and six. Um, he, He's having the most difficult year of his career um, with less than a 2-1 to one touchdown interception ratio, which I found amazing. I, I saw that on the at the game uh, when I was watching the game on the stats. I couldn't believe that. You just don't you just don't uh, check Mahomes' stats because you just expect them to just be out of this world. So it's just not something that you look at. But yeah, um, I know I rambled there, but that's my breakdown of uh, the top things that I wanted to talk about. So this will be a really good weekend of games. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Dolphins, Ravens is definitely the one I can't wait to watch. And then Saturday night, we get uh, a really fun one, um, in my opinion. Cowboys, Lions, and uh, your boys in his uh, fantasy championship. So root for me. I got Dak, CD, uh, Laporta, and Gibbs. So root for me. Um, That's all I got for you guys. Have a great weekend.